peeved passengers. Well, you see a lot more of that these days, don't you? All kinds of story in the news, and it makes sense. It's just a stressful time to fly. Airline prices are higher than ever before. It's just a, I don't know, it's inconvenient. It's always been stressful, but there's this whole new element that's kicked up recently. I call it seat-switching silliness. Now, it's always been there. Somebody wants to sit with somebody else. Can you switch with the seat and we be together? Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's always been happening. A lot of people do that still. Here's the new element. Getting bullied and forced into switching your seat. And you're called the bad guy if you don't. A lot of people have no idea how to deal with this. I'm going to tell you how to deal with this. First of all, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Finding the podcast, subscribing, finding us on social media as well, which is where we find this story. Guy goes online, several social media sites, including, I think it originated in Reddit. So, you know, he put his story online. So I think he was looking for some perspective on this. But the backlash he faced was all on his own because he went public with it. But regardless, he says, had a woman ask me to change on a TPAC flight from Japan. This is a 12-hour flight. That's important in the context here. He was in a bulkhead window while she was in the middle seat in the row behind me. Asked me, and just me, he says, to switch with her so she could uh, have my window seat next to her daughter and I'd take the middle seat a row back. Yo, again, this is a, an international flight that's going to be close to 12 hours, okay, says the guy. Worse is we were surrounded by others from her tour group that she could have asked for a three-way trade instead of just me or the tour operator. He thinks the audacity of this was awful. And then he said he was called out loud all kinds of profanities and names from other passengers. And actually other people in the comment section, by the way, because of what he did. Is he wrong? Is he the bad guy? He's supposed to give up a very comfortable selected, and he did the work to select and pay extra for this seat for this lady who didn't plan properly. And all of a sudden, he's the bad guy? I don't think so. Or you could have a story just like this lady, also a viral video, where she says the lady was so mad at her not switching a seat that she had to have in a window seat to get stuck in a middle seat, that she took revenge on her. I get to my row, and this woman asked me, do you want a window seat? I said, oh, no, thank you. Like, I got the window. I want the window. She was very taken aback. She was sitting with her kid, and then she wanted the other seat for her husband. I think out of spite, this woman refused to deal with her child because of it, and I fell asleep before we took off. When I woke up, the child was climbing on top of me. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard of a story like that, but it's kind of brutal. Now, again, we're going to have to like assume that they were nice and polite when they were saying no. Maybe not. Maybe not the first guy. Maybe he wasn't the nicest about it. But so what? What's different here is this, and I'm sorry, it's, it's some sort of a sense of privilege where if you ask somebody to switch, it's automatically assumed they have to do it. I don't think so. Not especially when... You planned specifically for that seat, like the lady you just heard said she has to have a window seat, has to do it, or she gets very ill. And the first guy was going to get stuck in a middle seat for a 12-hour flight. And they're the bad guys for not switching? Oh, no. No, no, no. I, I don't think that's the case at all. So it leads us to the question, what would you do? Because I know what I would do. First and foremost, what does it always come down to? A communication skill, right? You got to tell yourself you're not the bad person and you're not a villain for not wanting to switch. Because a lot of people, why is it that so many people are afraid to speak up when it's something they don't want to do? A shocking number of people get bullied into things that they know isn't right and it's going to put them in discomfort just for this. 
Now, with that said, some there are plenty of people who will give up a flight for somebody, a, a seat for somebody who you know needs it, just you know the kindness of their heart, and that's great. That's great too. But it doesn't make you a bad guy if you don't want to. So the first step is to tell yourself inside, no, no, I'm not the bad guy for this. I planned better than they did. Sorry. Or, you know, I selected the seat first. Or maybe I paid more to be in first class and I'm not get stuck in a, in a middle seat. We've heard those stories too. The second thing is the outward communication, the second element of this, right? Now, on the inside, you could say to yourself, oh, hell no. Can't really say that on the outside. Got to be polite but firm when you're politely saying, no, I'd rather not, right? We always say it's the singer, not the song. It's how we approach the situation. It doesn't guarantee the other person's not going to be nasty because it's this assumption that these days, for some reason, that you have to give up a seat when you're asked to do so. I wouldn't do it if I didn't want to. I don't think you would either. Now, some of the reactions online have been amazing to this, to both of these stories and just the issue in general. And you can find these everywhere. Actually, when I posted the story in the Cool Dad Rules uh, Facebook page, some of the comments on there were fantastic, too. And some of the online comments in general have been really interesting. And it's almost split 50-50 with us as a society trying to figure out what seat switching on an airliner is actually all about. Most people, half people, half of those people saying, you should just do it. You, you're asked to do, they're obviously asking you. It took a lot of guts for them to ask you to switch. Well, it takes even more guts to do the right thing and say, I don't care to. If you want to, fine, but not to get bullied into it. Other comments were like this, and I thought this was amazing. I saw this recently. This is a comment, again, from somebody to the story. I'm sick of entitlement from people, and it seems elevated on planes and even more so of late. Boy, I agree with that. You definitely see it more. I don't know you. Don't generally care about you and beyond reasonable human compassion. <laughs> and I'm certainly not responsible for your poor planning. Don't talk to me again and go away. Wow. Now that's one of that. Okay, that's the that's the response on the other side. All right. <laughs> now there's one other scenario, another what would you do in this situation where you have another thing? The people who ask you to switch your seats when you don't want to, and they don't give up. Now the lady who we had the sound cut there from. The lady apparently enacted revenge and sicked her toddler on her. But, the, but some of them will just stand there. I've seen this personally, not to me, but on the same plane, where a lady crossed her arms when the guy wouldn't move out of his window seat to get stuck in the middle seat. Stood there, wouldn't move, and tried to bully him into it. There's only one response, and it's this. Are you ready? Polite, again, politely, but firmly, say to that person, Oh. I'm sorry, I have to have this exact seat I'm sitting in right now, or I'll get violently ill. And then give them the crazy eyes. Trust me, they're not going to bother you again. Now, just as a side note here, that's similar in a different kind of way, that's another airline story that another one going viral over the past couple of weeks is a guy who posted his story. And again, I think I think most people just look for perspective on this because they don't know what to do in these situations, which is why we talk about it. This guy, another international flight, fully booked, not a seat to be had. Again, multiple hours. He was going to be stuck in his seat next to a person that was so portly, so very large, that he had any room in his own seat that he paid for. And he insisted on some sort of... Answer from the flight attendants on what to do. And they said, there are no seats. There's nothing you can do. And the large person right next to you 
paid for their seat just like you did. There's nothing we can do. The guy went a little ballistic, which obviously is why you, you shouldn't do that. But again, just seems these days, especially with traveling, that it takes an extra certain level of communication skills to keep your calm, even though you're the one being victimized in the travel situation. Because that guy wasn't wrong, but he got in trouble and got tossed off the plane because he went ballistic. It's going to give you a little pro-traveler trip that I've seen recent flights on this thing. They're just itching. They love on a full flight like that guy was experiencing, if they can do it before they leave the gate, to toss somebody to make room for others. So why not be the calm one that makes the other person, you know, the seat-switching bully, be the one that's going ballistic? You won't have to deal with them at all. That's the one that'll get tossed up off the flight. See? Smart thinking. You know what a common denominator is, though, with everybody's airline stories this, these days, which are popping up everywhere, yes, all over social media, and uh, and just, you know, people telling your tales of nightmare travel scenarios. It's true. Everybody seems to recognize the same thing. It's way more stressful these days. We've already kind of covered that. That's obvious for a variety of different reasons. People are more wigged out, more short-tempered, obviously. I think even the flight flight attendants are amazing people, and they put up with a lot, Right. You can imagine, so you, I think it's pretty understandable that they're short-tempered as well, as well as the gate agents ever. It's just a, traveling now is not like it used to be. Remember, I used to look forward to it as a nice relaxing thing. Oh, I get some sleep on the plane. It's just different. Just is. I don't know whether it's going to get better. I don't know. Who knows? But if you're armed with situational life skills, and you can get to situational solutions, you won't be as stressed out. Trust me, as I've learned along the way. And the most, the key thing to all of these things, even if you're trying to have a sense of humor about it, is to stay calm in these situations. It'll help you so much. Like I said, when you're dealing with a seat switching bully, trying to force you out of your seat you paid extra for, calmly but firmly, at least on the outside, express exactly what your intent is. That's the key to the whole thing and the most important thing to remember in this situation or any other tightly packed Stressful situation that you happen to find yourself in. In the inside, you can scream all you want. That, that's fine. Or vent about it later. That's cool. But to save yourself, because believe me, if you start screaming back at the person, they're going to point at you as the bad person. You, you will be the villain then. And then they're going to want to toss you off the plane or whatever you're dealing with. You have the solution. It's calm and cool and collected. But speak up for yourself. Got bullied into losing that first class seat. No way. With all that said, thanks for finding the Cool Dad Rules. Always appreciate your time, as always, we share this stuff along, dealing dealing with life itself. Hey, thanks for finding the podcast, subscribing so you don't miss anything. Just press the subscribe button and finding us wherever you search for the Cool Dad Rules. You're going to find us on social media as well. And feel free to reach out to me, too, with ideas you'd like to talk about and hear about as well. We'll talk to you soon.